It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now, Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. What's up, Las Vegas? Happy Wednesday. Pushing the limits time. So glad you could join us. Oh, yeah. Big show lined up for you today. A lot to get to. Yeah, there's kind of a lot happening in the world these days, that's for sure. A plethora of topics. Broadcasting live everywhere. For PTL fans, social media on Twitter, at my personal Twitter page, Pushing Limits LV. The Pushing Limits fan page on Facebook, my personal Facebook page, and of course, streaming live on YouTube as well. And I am so glad that you decided to join us today. And we got some uh, great guests lined up for you coming up here in just a few minutes. The president of the local NAACP, my good friend Roxanne McCoy, will be joining us. And I think it's a fair question to ask, why is it that in most of these mass shootings, angry young white males, and when they're taken into custody, usually when they don't take their own life, when they're taken into custody, they're usually unscathed. But why is it that an unarmed black man is shot over 60 times? I think it's a very fair question to ask. I'm sure a lot of people have different reactions to that question and different answers. But I'm going to ask Roxanne that question. I think it's very fair. We have this shooting in Akron, Ohio. You know, the controversy surrounding it is, first of all, why was this kid shot 60 times unarmed? If he did, in fact, fire a weapon out of his car, where's the video? A lot of unanswered questions in this shooting. And again, he didn't kill anybody. Why is it that this shooter in this parade in Illinois kills eight people, shoots a couple dozen, and he's fine? He's behind bars, but he's eating three meals a day. He has no injuries. Again, a very fair question, I believe, to ask, and uh, the president of the local NAACP here will be asked that question. Roxanne McCoy coming up here in just a few minutes. Hour number two, very funny comic, the local and a, and a regular here on Pushing Limits. We love having her. Delilah is going to be joining us in hour number two, although today might be uh, some more serious topics to be discussing with her than, uh, than maybe some crazy funny topics or having Chris Wynn sitting next to her sweating profusely. Uh, we'll leave that to another day, but she'll be joining us um, in hour number two. We are learning a little bit more about this 21-year-old shooter the Highland Park shooter, he did appear in court this morning and some new revelations that are startling. And, and I tell you, it reminds me a little bit about the shooter, the October 1 shooting here in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, we knew that he was planning other attacks, Lollapalooza. He was uh, planning another attack, possibly downtown. And then he decided to shoot a bunch of people across from Mandalay Bay. Well, we're learning that this 21-year-old, as he appeared in court, revealed and planned a second shooting in Wisconsin and reloaded his $800 Smith & Wesson rifle twice to kill eight in this parade massacre. He appeared in court via Zoom. He was wearing all black, spoke only to say that he didn't have an attorney, and he was assigned a public defender. Prosecutors revealing that he confessed to the shooting, 
but he has not yet given a motive. I, you know, sometimes you never really get a motive. It sounds to me that he was infatuated because he was nuts. He was infatuated on school shootings and killing a lot of people. Sometimes you're really not going to get a motive. I mean, this appeared to me to be just a random shooting where he just wanted to kill as many people as possible. Uh, he craved attention. He wanted to be famous. We're learning also that he reloaded the weapon twice while carrying out the rampage and dropped it when he ran away. Police used the serial number on the gun to find him and his family, and after the shooting, he used his mom's car to drive to Madison, Wisconsin. And as I mentioned, he contemplated a second shooting in Wisconsin at a different parade because he had 60 rounds left. The judge, of course, denying bond, as expected, and he'll be returning to court for a preliminary hearing dating on July 25th. These shootings are going to continue to happen. And as I hear stories, the stories of those who have passed on, those who were slaughtered, those who were murdered, same as I did in the Uvalde shooting and all those young children who lost their lives, same as I did after October 1st, the stories are heartbreaking, terrible. And then we're learning of a photo of a couple parents who were killed in this shooting. And it's difficult for me to talk about. It's really, uh, I don't really even know how to put this in the words because it's so awful. But this young two-year-old, Aiden McCarthy, was shared across Chicago area social media in the hours after the July 4th parade shooting in Highland Park as his father, Kevin McCarthy, 37, and, and mother, Irina McCarthy, were among the eight people that were killed in this tragedy. And now a two-year-old is left without his parents. Four of the others uh, have already been identified who were killed. A 64-year-old, Catherine Goldstein, who, from all family accounts and, and friends, was a wonderful woman who... Um, volunteered in her local synagogue. 63-year-old Jacqueline Sundheim, another another victim. How about Stephen Strauss, an 88-year-old? The man lived to 88 years old, and he died murdered in a massacre. I mean, you know, it's unthinkable. It's unimaginable, and it's, it's, it's sad. It's heartbreaking. But then you have people like Ted Cruz who again share their thoughts and prayers. Despicable people who want to do nothing. I mean, you know, what are we going to do? What what are a lot of Republicans going to say about this shooting? We need to harden our parades. They will come up with every excuse in the book but gun control. They will say and do anything so they do not have to pass Laws. I'm telling you right now, the only thing immediately that's going to make sense to me is getting rid of these weapons of war. Getting rid of these assault weapons. It's the only thing that makes sense to me right off the bat. Obviously, we, there's a lot of other things that need to happen here. Red flag laws being one of them. Look at these other countries around the world. Why do they not have even 1% of the gun violence that we have in this country? It's something that I talk about all the time. 
because we have too many guns in this country. People are in love with their guns. I don't know how you could be an American living in this country and support so many of these Republicans that refuse to do anything when it comes to logical gun reform, gun control. I don't understand it. And then you have people like Bill O'Reilly. People like Bill O'Reilly who want to blame everything but guns and gun control. Now, the, the uh, governor of Chicago said all the right things in the last couple days about gun control, about how he's angry, because he wants to do something about this. He wants to do something about gun control in this country. But Bill O'Reilly wants to blame him and wants to blame gangs for what took place. And he had a meltdown on his show. I didn't even know Bill O'Reilly was still doing his show, the sexual predator that is Bill O'Reilly. How is he still on the air, by the way? Bill O'Reilly didn't talk about gun control. Bill O'Reilly is blaming the governor of Illinois. Have a listen to this. You, JB, are not going to stop loons, and you won't stop crime, drug crime, drug gangs, because they're minority gangs. That's why you won't stop them, you phony. You aid and abet this murder in Chicago every blanking day. You! Don't be sanctimonious with me. So first of all, this is the same guy who's a sexual predator who's not on Fox News any longer, tens of millions of dollars in settlements for sexually harassing women, number one. Number two, this shooting uh, that took place in Illinois, this Highland Park shooter, was not a member of a gang, and as far as we know, was not involved in drugs. So I have no idea what Bill O'Reilly is talking about other than the fact that it's another right-wing talking point. This shooting had nothing to do with drugs and nothing to do with gangs, and it is not the governor's fault. In fact, if anything, it's people like Bill O'Reilly. It's their fault. The reason why these shootings continue to happen, or one of the main reasons why these shootings continue to happen, is some of these young men are radicalized. They have easy access to weapons of war. Yes, you can make the argument that we don't do enough when it comes to the warning signs. Clearly, this idiot, this murderer, had all the warning signs there. I think when you're making music videos about killing people in schools, that's probably a warning sign. He was able, legally at his age, to be able to buy weapons of war and commit out this atrocity. But you won't hear people like Bill O'Reilly talking about things like that. Because it's easy to be on the right to blame this on drugs. It had nothing to do with drugs. This is somebody who posted stuff on social media for years about killing innocent people in a mass shooting. He dreamed about it. Most normal people in society, I don't know, dream about other things, about being LeBron James or winning the World Series of Poker or winning the lottery. Most people dream about normal stuff like that. This kid was dreaming about killing innocent people. But what what laws on the books could have stopped him from buying a gun? Republicans don't want to talk about red flag laws. I talk about it all the time. Oh, it takes away our rights. Well, guess what? Those eight people that he murdered don't have any rights anymore because they're going to be six feet underneath the ground. That young, two, poor two-year-old child that lost both of his parents, young parents, by the way, in their mid-30s, he lost the right to be brought up by his parents 
but you guys want to talk about the rights of criminals? It sickens me, and Bill O'Reilly sickens me. Remember when Bill O'Reilly on his stupid Fox News show was talking about the the topic of abortion, and he talked about a, a doctor at an abortion clinic, and he constantly went after this doctor, day in and day out. Well, that doctor was murdered in his church. We remember this story? Bill O'Reilly incited that murder, going after a doctor who was performing legal abortions. And O'Reilly would talk about him on his show. And then some alt-right Christian nut went into a church and killed him. Bill O'Reilly has blood on his hands. The sexual predator has blood on his hands. And anybody else in this country that thinks that drugs or gangs were the reason why this 21-year-old committed this horrible atrocity in Highland Park. It wasn't drugs and it wasn't gangs. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of uh, gun violence in this country that is related to drugs and gangs. No question about it. This has nothing to do with it. The overwhelming majority of the gun violence in this country has to do with easy access to guns, legal or illegal. And something needs to change in this country. And so long as we have the same right-wing buffoons that are policymakers... Nothing is going to get done. Make no mistake about it, this has nothing to do with the governor of Illinois. He has said time and time again how much he wants to pass gun reform laws, logical gun laws, and put logical gun laws on the books. He has said it time and time again. If you want to blame any politicians, don't blame a Democrat for this one. You could blame Democrats for other things. But don't blame them for this. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, the president of the NAACP, Roxanne McCoy, will be joining us. And we're going to talk to her about why are so many of these white mass shooters unscathed? But why is it that we have a young black man who was shot 60 times unarmed? We'll talk about that with Roxanne when we come back. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub? And you can be a hero. Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas's top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. 
If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you, his relationships with the prosecutors and judges, and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. Do you want to be part of one of the fastest growing shows in the Valley? Well, now is your chance. Pushing the Limits covers it all. The only show in town talking news, politics, sports, entertainment, you name it. You can now give your business the push it needs to take it to the next level. We have all sorts of advertising packages that can fit your budget. Give us a call at 725-256-9809 or send us an email at ptlvegasales at gmail.com and be part of the fastest growing show in Las Vegas. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams and treatments such as testosterone enhancement and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client. So please give them a call, 702-248-0554. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Talking about the Highland Park shooter, shooting that took place in Akron. The differences in the way police officers apprehend subjects or suspects based on the color of their skin. I think it's a very fair question to ask. And I figure what better person to ask about uh, some of the racial issues facing this country right now than, of course, my good friend and president of the local NAACP. Of course, I'm talking about Roxanne McCoy. Roxanne, thanks you for so much for joining us. How are you? 
I am doing well. How about you, Brian? Doing okay. There's certainly a lot to get to in the news and, and some a lot of tragic stuff to talk about. Obviously, been talking about this Highland Park shooter, and I, I talk about this two-year-old that lost uh, both of his parents in their mid-30s, and, and a grandfather who was sitting there with his grandkids. Grandkids had to see their, their grandfather massacred, murdered. At the parade. Uh, it, it's just awful, and, and, and it, it just seems to me in, in so many of these mass shootings, it, it's a, a, a young, millennial, white male. You know, we don't hear about females committing these atrocities. Uh, it's usually men. It's usually white men. And in this case, another white male has been apprehended and arrested unscathed. And I talked about this yesterday, Roxanne, where we're discussing the Akron shooting of this young man in Akron who uh, was, I guess, it's just a normal traffic violation. And police are claiming that he fired a weapon at them. We'll talk about that. That's debatable. He shot 60 times. And then they, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the differences here. Why is it people don't understand why there are so many black people in this country that are angry, rightfully so, in the way that they're apprehended and captured compared to a white kid who just shot and killed eight people and shot dozens of people? Well, I, I think, Brian, it goes back to me that we're talking about white privilege once again. Because there's no other reason as to why these white kids are allowed to do these things. And they're not kids. They're young adults. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to commit these crimes, yet they walk away alive more often than not. They walk away alive, whereas black don't. It's just a matter of just straight-up racism in this country. And when people don't want to face it for what it is and continue to make excuses about the behavior, that impedes our progress. That means that we will continue to take step backwards versus taking steps forward. Because if I took out black and white, wrong is just wrong. Mm-hmm. And everybody should be held accountable to the same standards. Yeah. But they're not, and they're yeah. not based on the color of their skin. So tell me, why is that in 2022 still, and white people want to continue to act like, oh, well, this person's crime was more egregious than another? It's not. It's just straight-up racism. So let's call it what it is and not try to make it all pretty and comfortable and yeah. warm and fuzzy for everybody. Agree with you, and you know, if you're running from police and you're unarmed, you shouldn't be shot, period. Now, you could make the argument if, in fact, uh, Jalen Walker did shoot at police, then that changes things. But what, from the second I heard this story about the shooting in Akron, Roxanne, the second I heard this story, I said something doesn't make sense. Uh, first of all, this is a guy who had a good job. You know, he's working hard. Guy in his in mid-20s, never been arrested before, no police record. Okay, that's number one. That's important because most people that are committing a serious crime, uh, whether it be shooting at a police officer, which just doesn't get much more serious than that, usually they have a crime. I want to correct you just right here because it didn't say he shot at the police officer. What they alleged was that a shot was fired Correct. from his gun. So that's a big difference. I, I mean, and so if we're going to paint the narrative, let's paint it accurately because if I am firing at you, yeah. versus you saw a discharge we don't even know from that, the gun. But we don't even know that. Correct. Here's what we know. We know that officers are claiming that there were shells by the vehicle where they claim a shot was fired. Uh, by the way, if one shot was fired, why would there be shells? Multiple shells. They would not be. Number two, uh, they found the gun in the backseat of his car. Is it possible that he threw uh, the gun in the backseat of his car? I guess it's possible. Doesn't make much sense. Why would he leave the gun in the car? If he well, just fired at a cop, why would he leave the gun in the car? But- In the mindset of a black person, if I have a gun on me and the police are chasing me, 
the first thing my mindset is is that I don't want this gun nowhere near me. So I might throw mine in the back seat too, just so that they could say, I yeah. don't have it on me, that you have no excuse right. to shoot me. I'm not a threat to you because it's in the yeah. back seat. Now, it obviously the shooting itself which i watched which was extremely difficult to watch where he's 90 rounds are fired he's hit his body is hit 60 times mm-hmm. i don't know how many times you need to shoot somebody uh and then after he's shot 60 times and by the way they continue to shoot him for a couple seconds after mm-hmm. he's already on the ground probably dead and then they put the handcuffs on him it's very difficult to watch but this just doesn't make sense i'm trying to figure out and again i'm not saying that the shooting is justified uh, based on what i know already from the beginning i don't believe it was i'm trying to figure out number one why is he wearing a ski mask that doesn't make any sense at all number two why is he running from police just because you're running from police doesn't mean that you deserve to be shot and killed i want to be very clear on that this is someone who has no police record who seems to have never had any issues if he did trust me the alt-right would have been all after it Absolutely. from the from the get-go they haven't because he doesn't have a record why was the gun in the back of his car if you have dash cam footage, which clearly every police officer has a dash cam and body camera, why can't you show me one video of the actual pursuit, not on foot, mm-hmm. but in car, claiming that he shot at cops or, or as you said, just shot, discharged his weapon? Um, why haven't they not released that video? And you mentioned something else off the air, which I think is a very good point, which is... In this shooting in Highland Park, they have fingerprints. They they released all the evidence when it came to the weapon. We don't even know if this weapon belonged to him. His family members are saying that he never even owned a weapon, according to them, mm-hmm. right? So was it an illegal weapon? Where did the weapon come from? We haven't learned any of this stuff. Yeah. Why is that? Well, because it's not that important. Because it's a black man dead. And right now, they're trying to find reasons to justify their actions. And there are no reasons to justify it. Mm-hmm. Because it was an over reaction nobody's lives was threatened whatsoever mm-hmm. this just young man is just running so he didn't turn around maybe he turned around to put his hands up they don't even know because they immediately fired at him and they fired at him because he was black think about the the gentleman and i'm and i'm using the term very loosely because he mm-hmm. wasn't a gentleman mm-hmm. but the young man that got off um what was the state it was in brian which you're talking about killed, the the Highland Park shooter? No, the one before that, because we talked about it before. We're talking on the radio. about well, there are a couple eighteen-year-olds. We're talking about the supermarket shooting uh, in Buffalo, the Uvalde shooting. No, the one that the young man, the young white guy, was on trial for shooting up a crowd. Oh, of Oh, you're protesters. talking about Kyle Rittenhouse? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we knew he had a weapon, and mm-hmm. we knew he shot people. Right. But what happened? He has his hands in the air. Uh, you're talking about the Kenosha uh, protests. Uh, Rittenhouse has his hands in the air literally after he shot a couple people, walks right past police. In fact, he had to turn himself in. And again, uh, if he's black, uh, not only is he apprehended, but who knows if he's even alive. Now, we could have debates on whether that was self-defense or not. I've been pretty consistent on Rittenhouse. I believe he's a white supremacist, sympathizer, ignorant fool. Uh, Whether it was self-defense or not, he's a moron and he should have never been there. And the right is making him out to be some sort of hero. He's a hero. But the point still remains is that he shot multiple people and they knew it. And they let him walk right right by. And so tell me the difference between the two other than... You got a white kid and you got a black kid. Well, many racists, Roxanne, as you know, they don't want to have this discussion. In fact, many of the people that I talk to, you know, I was having a conversation, Roxanne. 
I don't know why I do this with a dope on social media <laughs> yeah, saying that Brittany Griner deserves what she has coming to her and she belongs in jail in Russia for the rest of her life. I said, why on earth would you make a statement like that? Because she didn't stand for the national anthem. I'm oh, talking to this ignorant MAGA woman. And I said, you moron. And she goes, my grandfather died in Vietnam, blah, blah. I said, he died in Vietnam so that Brittany Griner has the freedom to peacefully protest if she wants to. Are you too stupid to understand that? How can you possibly say that if somebody doesn't agree with That's like me saying you're a Trump supporter, so you belong in jail for the rest exactly. of your life. It's so stupid. It's our people freedom are of speech. So, but, these, but, Roxanne, this is the way people think in this country. Luckily, it's not the overwhelming majority of people. But, but it's this, too many. It's too many. And there are some people that immediately say, he shot at police. And I'm talking, I'm going back to Jalen Walker. Yeah. He shot at police. Let's just trust all the police. He shot at police. He deserved what was coming to him. But nobody could prove he shot at them. And this is the hypocrisy in this nation right now, is that when they want to bring out evidence, we have the most high-technology gadgets in the world that they can find out any and everything they want to. They could have went to that car and they could have tested his gun for gunpowder residue right off the bat Mm -hmm. and know if that weapon was fired or not. But they're still inconclusive. They're still not releasing that information. Roxanne, do you think the gun was planted? Well, well, after eight shots, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the first time that they've done it. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, they have so much access to technology and they are withholding so much. Anytime they have a reason to withhold says they're hiding something and they're trying to cover up what it is they're hiding to make sure everybody's on the same page. I have police officers all across this state that are friends with me that says that that was a major cluster F. A major one on their part. It goes back to lack of training. It goes back to so many things, but they are covering up. They are not being transparent, and whenever they are not being transparent, it's because they're doing something. Well, look at Uvalde. Uvalde is the perfect example of, of non-transparency and major cover-up. Absolutely. And fall one fall guy when it was a, a, a handful of people, maybe more, that uh, were partially responsible for not saving so many of those children mm-hmm. that were massacred. Uh, if you're just joining us, she is the president of the local NAACP. She is Roxanne McCoy. I'll open up the phone lines. We're talking about the differences in the way people are apprehended, arrested, and some times shot and killed like in the case of the Jalen Walker shooting compared to some of these white mass shooters many of them if they don't take their own lives uh, some of them are offered fast food within minutes after the shooting what took place I believe with uh, Jacob Dillon yes what can Uh, I do for you what do you need are you hungry right Uh, but but where do black people end up like tell me how many give me some black instances where this has taken place and we've been treated humanely yeah I mean it's it's to me it's pretty transparent uh uh, what's going on here in society. I'll open up the phone lines. What are your thoughts on this? If you have a question or a comment for Roxanne McCoy, the president of the local NAACP, the number to call is 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you want to be a part of the program, 221-7283. And now we're learning that a rifle-armed Uvalde officer cited in to shoot the Rob Elementary attacker before he entered the school, instead waited for supervisor permission. One of many new revelations in this report. And I've talked to... Um, had some great people in studio besides uh, kevin mcmahill i think is, is a good man and i think he he's going to be a very good uh, sheriff 
But I've had uh, others in studio with many experience in Metro, and they've all pretty much given me the same answer. They are not defending what took place in Uvalde. In fact, they're calling some of those people cowards. And I asked some of these officers, and I, I've asked them, I said, if you were alone, what would you have done? Oh, I would have gone in there. I would have gone in there and tried to end the threat. Uh, it's, 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 you know, that would have been my job and my duty. To protect and serve. To do and, you so. Know, and you yeah. don't wait for permission. It's like you go in there and you do everything you can to save these children at yeah. this school, and then you deal with the consequences afterwards. Oh, let's take that one step further. You don't think and wait for a supervisor's permission to shoot 60 times at a black man. I was just going to say that. You just yeah. shoot him up. Isn't it interesting that these kids are being massacred in there in Uvalde, mm-hmm. and you have 19 officers there. But they're and waiting not, for permission. Not one bullet is fired in an hour in trying to get this, this shooter, but yet within seconds... Police officers, many of them fire up to 90 rounds, shoot him 60 times. This is an unarmed black man running from police. Uh, I mean, what are we doing in society? We're in 2022. How is this happening? Now, yes, if in fact Jalen Walker shot at cops like they allege... And yes, that will change things for me. You could still make the argument that the excessive shots that were fired were ridiculous... But it does change things, obviously, a little bit for me. If you're dumb enough to shoot at police, then, you know, you kind of... not but, dumb enough. Dumb and black, you're like past dumb. Right. Because we already know yeah. better. You don't even have to be honest. But obviously, we agree, I, I hear what you're saying. Obviously, we agree that regardless of the color of your skin, if you're dumb enough to take out a gun and shoot at cops, then it's hard to feel sorry for anybody, If you know, on the end result. With that being said, I'm with you. I don't think he shot at police. He didn't. And I believe this is a cover-up. I don't know whether the gun was planted or not. We're going to find out if the gun is registered in his name. If the gun is registered in his name, it still doesn't mean he shot at police. But what if the gun isn't registered in his name? I'm not buying any of this stuff. Can it be possible that they were chasing him and they were frustrated that you know he was trying to get away and they had itchy trigger fingers? So I think it's the, very possible. But that's, that's really the reality that takes place with a lot of police officers across this country. When yeah. they are frustrated, if you make them have to work, oh, they are pissed and they will use excessive force. Mm-hmm. And if any a police officer that you may know, they might be a little bit better, yeah. but make them work harder than they have to other than just obeying what they've asked you to do. Oh, you will get a little excessive force used on you in one form or another. Yeah, and, and listen, I know you're just like myself. Uh, I've never said on the record that the overwhelming majority of police officers are racist or they want to kill innocent black people, but there are some out there. Let's just be honest about it. And another situation is when you when, when police officers see a couple of their co-workers fire their weapons, usually they go along with it as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I see, uh, you know, the situation of George Floyd, right? We know that the murderer, Derek Chauvin, uh, I'm not saying that those other officers are murderers. I don't believe they are, but they've, they're followers. They're, they're accessories. Followers. Yes, they are accessories and they're followers. And we see that sometimes. They say there's going to be a full investigation. Again, I ask this very basic question. It is a very basic question. And it, that's why it leads me to believe that he did not shoot at police. And I'm talking about Jalen Walker. They have body cameras. They have dash cam video on every police car. I would ask the sheriff and that department, why have they not released the video that is the key core of this case, which is the fact that police are alleging that Walker shot at cops is what they are alleging. All we have seen is one image that appears to be a spark coming out of his car. 
That is not enough. That is not enough. And by the way, if he takes out a gun and shoots in the air, that's not shooting at police. I want to see the video. Isn't it interesting, Roxanne? We had that, the black teenager who had a knife. You remember this story? And, and LeBron had commented on it. He was wrong. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the black girl with a knife who was trying to stab another mm-hmm. individual, mm-hmm. police officer was justified. He did his job. He's a hero. Uh, I would call him a hero in that situation because he probably saved another life. Within minutes after that shooting, they released the body ca- the, the, all the footage. So when officers are not at fault at all, they release all the footage that is needed. But yet, when we have these contra- – I don't even want to call it controversial. Sometimes, and I don't know this for sure, but when we have murders by police officers like Jorge Gomez, which I believe was a murder. I've always believed that was a murder. Again, why don't we see camera footage? Why don't we see enough evidence to prove that officers were not at fault? Because give- they can. Right. Right. They absolutely can. Yeah. And now this is this has drawn comparisons, this case, uh, to the 2012 police chase in Cleveland where 13 officers killed a couple with 137 shots. And unlike in Cleveland, Akron police officers seem to follow their department's chase policy prior to the shooting. Um, but in this specific situation, again, it doesn't make sense to me. I do believe, though, that parents need to talk to their kids about how to behave in front of police. And in no way, shape, or form am I saying that anything is justified or I don't understand why black people are scared. Uh, I don't want to discount why. And it's hard for me as somebody white to tell a black person how to behave in front of police. And I understand people don't want to hear that. Well, we don't want to hear it, Brian, because it's a fucking, I mean, a freaking double standard, Mm -hmm. right? You're not telling white kids how to behave in front of police officers. Why must we have to tell black kids? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we do, but it's another double standard. Mm-hmm. You don't have to raise your kids to say, when the police stops you, this is how you should behave because you have the opportunity because you're white and they're going to treat you differently. And all we're saying as black people is that treat our kids the same. Mm-hmm. Treat them the same as you would treat a white kid. And they don't. So now we have to have a different set of standards because we're police different. Now, how about we change the system of policing under which we live in Mm -hmm. to treat everybody the same or have accountability associated with their actions when they don't because they don't get to be racist and have a different set of standards for white kids and black kids. I agree with everything you just said. Unfortunately, in the situation that we are all in as a society— you have to do everything the police officer says. I everybody wish that wasn't should the case. have to. Right. But everybody should have to, Brian, do everything that they say. Right. I should not. If you and me are riding in the car and they think that you're the driver and you did something wrong, I should not have to act any differently than you would I have agree, to act. I agree 100%. But unfortunately, you would. So it's yeah. not, it shouldn't be the onus on me as a citizen that should have my rights protected. The yeah. onus is on that police department to do a better job at their training. And when the officers are not following what that protocol is, maybe they should be terminated. Maybe they're not a good fit. I agree 100%. And I would make the argument, yes, you should never run away from the police, especially if you're black in these times that we are living in. I wish that... Jalen Walker did not run from police. He'd probably still be alive today. However, everything you said is true. I want those police officers to be held to account. If there's a cover-up, I want to know about it. I want people to go to jail if that was murder. I'm with you 150%. And again, I understand that from a white person's perspective, even though I sympathize, I understand black people don't want to hear from a white person, this is how you should behave in front of cops. Totally understand that. All I know, and I think this is a fact, 
is that if you do comply, you have a much better chance, regardless of your skin color, of getting out of there alive. Maybe, depending on the officer, though. He could have, like, a jacked-up frame of mind that day. And, and if you run away from off. him, you're giving him another yeah. reason to but do something. I, I could just be, you know, George Floyd didn't run away from anybody. No, he didn't. He was you know, murdered. So, so what I'm saying is that that doesn't even mm-hmm. guarantee anything. So you have there to understand no the level of fear that takes place just because you're black mm-hmm. when you are... Um, stopped by the police, I period. Yep. Complying or not complying. Mm-hmm. That's why I said the onus can't be on me as a citizen. The onus has to be on training within that police department. Sure. And if you cannot regulate your bias and have a duty to protect and serve every citizen, regardless of their skin color, mm-hmm. then you don't belong in the police department. Never would I ever say that if you comply, there is a guarantee that you're going to be okay. Never would I ever make that statement. Philando Castillo is a perfect example of that, where he was pulled over. I uh, reached into his pocket. He said he had a gun, but he said it was legally owned to him. A, a good man who never did anything wrong, and he was shot. Uh, yeah, was it probably not a great idea to reach into your pocket when you say you have a gun? Yes, but he didn't deserve to be killed. And I understand that police officers have split second to make a decision. But with that being said, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I really do. In a perfect world, I wish there were no racist police officers out there. I wish racism didn't exist. In a perfect world, I wish people wouldn't run away from police either. But they do. Just because you're running away from police does not mean that you deserve to be executed. And I don't know if we're ever going to learn the truth of this Jalen Walker situation, but I want to know the forensics on that gun. I agree. That is a big part of this case. And again, when you have all these riots taking place in Akron and you have all this pressure on the police department, I ask the question again, why have you not released the dash cam video of the moment that you guys allege that Jalen Walker shot at you because they didn't say they discharged a weapon in the sky he said they shot at the police so if that's the case and they're using that type of verbiage you better show it to me again i'm going to give jalen walker some credibility yes i don't know why he was wearing a ski mask i don't know why he ran from police not smart but i'm going to give him a little bit of credibility because he's never been in trouble with the law before and and context matters I don't know why he was running from police. I've heard stories about how his fiance had died. I don't he had know. Just lost him. His, yeah, his, yeah. Co- his college. I mean, his high school. Yeah. I think wrestling coach or some coach yes. was talking about everything is out of character. So he could have been suffering from yeah. depression. We Anything. don't. We don't know. We don't know. What we do know is that he was shot sixty times. What we do know is that police have not shown enough sufficient evidence to prove that he was shooting at them. That's what we uh, we know at this point. And until I see that evidence, and we know for sure that he shot at police, and that was his weapon, and he shot at police, I am going to believe him and his family over over law enforcement. That's just me, right? And you know? and, and I think that's a fair assessment because when we think about. Um the man that shot up um, in um, Chicago just this past weekend, they have everything. They got his fingerprints. They, they got everything they needed in a matter of minutes right. to locate him. So you're trying to tell me, like, right now, they can't get body cam video. They can't do forensics oh, they've on already that seen gun. It. They've already probably they, done it. They can't do a background check and know who that gun belongs to. My thing is, is and the difference is what I'm trying to show you, is that they are purposely withholding information and why. And by the way, if there were shell casings there, body camera footage on a police officer as they approached those shell casings, why not just release that? I mean, I, I just don't trust it. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't trust it. I look at what happened to Ahmaud Aubrey, right? You had an entire police department <laughs> that threw that uh, murder under the rug. The only reason why 
those three were brought to justice. The only reason was because of one of the suspects who was now charged with murder releasing the video of that uh, of that murder. Of uh, I mean, so the entire police department was involved in that whole thing, including some politicians in the Ahmaud Arbery murder. It was a lynching. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I go back to George Floyd. How many George Floyds in this country have happened before we had cell phones that could take video? The only reason why... Uh, Derek Chauvin is not even, forget about being behind bars. The only reason why he's not a police officer is because there were good Samaritans that videoed. Do you think police officers would have released that body camera footage? Of course not. not. So this, that's why I say, yes, systemic racism within police departments are all over this country. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that every police officer is bad? No. Does that mean every department is corrupt and bad? No. But there are bad people out there, and it seems to me like some police officers certainly want to defend other police officers when they commit heinous acts. The number to call, 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you want to be a part of the conversation, now is the time to call, 221-7283. Have you had situations like this as the president of the NAACP here in Las Vegas where you tried to get body camera footage for families and you tried to get some more information and you struggled with metro has that ever happened with you no you haven't no when i've requested body cam video and i want to see something they make it readily available to me at all times so um but then that goes back to developing relationships so whether it's good bad or indifferent you know i'm not debating it i want to see it and they make it available to me Mm -hmm. now they might want to give me disclaimers like roxanne i know we made some mistakes in this and i know that this isn't not what you want to see but here it is Mm -hmm. so they've been trans with me as long as I have been president well, I'm happy to and hear have that. asked them to see yeah. any type of body cam video. I'm happy to hear that. That's, that's good. Why is it, you think, that when we talk about Jalen Walker or we talk about you know this mass shooting that took place in Illinois, so many on the right, you usually don't hear this from Democrats, so many on the right want to say, well, what about black-on-black crime in Chicago? Why are they doing nothing about that? What is your response when you hear people make that claim and, and want to bring that up for for me i will speak for myself is that i really don't entertain it and i don't entertain it why is because you're changing the narrative because black on black crime has nothing to do with the incidents that's taking place right now mm-hmm. so why would i let you change the narrative and deflect the conversation to something that has nothing to do with the incident mm-hmm. that's take place if you want to have a conversation when nothing else is going on to talk about black on black crime, then yeah. absolutely let's have that conversation. Mm-hmm. But not in the context that you've just shot Jalen Walker, but somehow or another that should be okay because black on black crime is taking yeah. place in the city of Chicago. That's total crap. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think crime is crime. I don't think there's any such thing as white on white crime, which there's plenty of that, I'm sure. But white on white crime or black on black crime, crime is crime. And everybody needs to, crime needs to, listen, what's going on in Chicago with, with uh, the shootings that are taking place there uh, on a consistent, it's terrible. It's, it's atrocious. Yeah, it's terrible, but it's going on throughout the country. It's, it's not just Chicago. So now, you could say more people are dying in Chicago than maybe every week than any other city in the country. Okay, but there's, there's mass shootings everywhere. And there's Chicago gun is a everywhere. huge city that right. has a huge population. Yeah. So you really can't compare that unless you're comparing apples yeah. to apples to a city of the same size and demographic. There's gun violence everywhere Absolutely in this country. Absolutely, it is. And, and it, to me, it's pretty simple why it's going on. 
Uh, yeah, there are crazy people out there that want to harm and do terrible things, but the reason why we have more gun violence in this country than any other country in the world is because we have more guns than any other country in the world. way more guns yeah. than any place else. You know, I can't even tell you how many friends of mine that work for the school district across this country mm-hmm. that has had so many issues toward the end of the school year because kids, elementary school kids, are having their parents gun, videotaping themselves on TikTok with their parents' weapons everywhere that's readily available in these households all over the place. I'll even take it a step further. We have politicians, particularly those on the right, like the Lauren Boberts of the world, even days, even hours after some mass shootings have happened, she takes pictures with her guns and pictures with their families with guns. We have a weird, I shouldn't say we, some have a weird fetish in this country for guns. I don't understand why. Guns were made, in my opinion, they were made from the beginning, not for self-enjoyment. They were made to defend yourself. They were made for war and hunting. Right, Is right. what they were made for. Right, right. And, and, and then uh, yeah. some self-defense of protecting your family and your property. But now we walk around with them like, again, we're in the wild, wild west. Right. I mean, across this nation, we have more guns per capita than any other country in the world. Yeah. And why is that? And I, 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 that's a good question. Um, I don't know if I know the answer to that. It's hard for me to get in the mind of some of these people. I believe uh, it's become our culture. I believe that it makes you feel uh, tougher, makes you feel stronger. Uh, if you have a gun on you, I think it's the opposite. I think it makes you look weak. Uh, I don't understand the fascination with guns. Uh, I, I don't. I believe every law-abiding citizen should be allowed to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take people's guns away. Agreed. And by the way, most Democrats, but people take it a step further. Buying all these assault weapons and buying all these rounds of ammunition. And when people say we have the right to defend ourselves, my comment to them is should everybody should be allowed to have tanks? Should be allowed to have bazookas? No, of course not. There are some standards in this country, right? You can't own a... Uh, do, do we? We have some standards, <laughs> Well, there are very few. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. The laws are you can't have a like a weaponed tank. You can't have a bazooka. Right. Uh, so why do you need an AR-15? You don't need that to defend yourself. You don't need that to hunt. I can't think of one logical reason why anybody needs an assault weapon. One reason. Yeah. Not, and I don't want to – listen, I had Kevin McMahill in studio, and we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like his answer. He owns some AR-15s. I said, okay, why? Well, he's on- and the reason why – his reasoning was, well, because I, I, I enjoy them. I, I, I shoot at targets. You know, I, I said, okay, aren't you willing to give up that enjoyment for the sake of the country? He did say yes to his credit. Uh, I do believe there are a lot of people like him that would give up their assault weapons if they had to uh, for the sake of the country. But then there are others that wouldn't, Roxanne. And the more the majority would not. And I agree with you a million percent. Why are AR-15s necessary unless you are looking to do something yeah. that's a mass shooting of some sort? Mm-hmm. But in, in fairness, there are some people that do have a fascination for guns that love the guns, that love to go out to the range and shoot those guns for sport. Yeah, too okay. bad. Yeah, un- yeah too, too bad. bad. I agree. But yeah. there are tons of them that do. Yeah. But for the majority of them, they are been misused and abused. And, and I, the argument I hear, because I say, you know, the age should be 18 to 21. And the argument I hear is, oh, what about military? If you're 18, you could serve. And my... my response to that is if you're in the military you have to be trained how to use these weapons and you're fighting a war right you're not right, at home with too. your neighbor yeah you're trying to kill uh, terrorists <laughs> I mean, yeah there's no comparison you don't have to have any bit of training at the age of 18 in this country to buy an assault weapon 
It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make you tougher. I agree with you 100%, Brian. I think that it makes you weak because there are so many people that walk around with guns. I have guns, and I, I like the right to own my gun. It doesn't make me feel yeah. like I'm badder than anybody else or that I'm tougher. Yeah. It makes me sad to feel like I have to have it right. in case I have to defend myself. Mm-hmm. That's what it makes me feel. But now it gives people like this this false sense of courage yeah. now is that if you you piss me off i'm gonna pull out my gun and threaten you with it yeah. not realizing yeah. i got a gun too right so now we both got our guns yeah. and then we have then ch- we have a big problem <laughs> number to call 221-7283 again 221-7283 let's go to ricky ricky's up here on pushing the limits what's up ricky ricky i'm here brian nice to see you with roxanne hey, uh, good ricky. show today as always thank you what's on your mind uh I'm uh, just discussing uh, the show's content about, uh, uh, really, it's just about mental health, uh, which really is an ongoing issue, uh, no matter if you're a gun owner or uh, having issues. Uh, Can I ask you something uh, in regards to that, then? If that's the case, if it's just mental health, there are mentally ill people all over the world. Why is it that we are the, yes. only, why is it that we are the only country that has all these mass shootings, then, if there's mentally ill people all over the world? Uh, I guess we're back to that family unit uh, of where it's broken and you have a lot of uh, uh, misfits and families that that just aren't uh, fit for having children. So everywhere else, everywhere else around the world, there are families that are fit to have children, but uh, but not on the level of America, not on a level. Why? Because you've got 330 million people here, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. A- and there's a lot of confusion going on. There's billions and of people all over the world, level, though. Yeah, well, not on, not on this level. <laughs> that, that, that's, the, that's the only right. problem. Fair enough. Let me, ask, level, let me, let me, let me ask you this, then. Can it be possible, yes. though, sir? Can it be possible that maybe the reason why we have more gun violence than any other country in the world is because we have more guns than any other country in the well, world? Well, no, I don't. Switzerland yeah. has a ton of guns, and they have all kinds Not of as, parties. Nowhere near as many as we do, sir. Well, nowhere near. Well, they did. No. Well, they, they were able to handle themselves in a civilized manner. Okay, why can't where we? Where the family units are together, and you don't have so many broken wheels that you have here in America. It's amazing the gun events that Switzerland has where people are actually drinking beers and and they're shooting guns and there's no problem. Well, they've managed to they've managed to curb their their insanity there. Here, here's Again, here's my the thing, though. but then why can't we do the same thing here? They have oh, broken you families. Well, you go they back have... to those broken cities of America, Philadelphia, Cleveland. What? Pittsburgh, it's a total okay, so mess. Okay, so the city of Chicago, the city, the city of Chicago, the city of Chicago that was shot up was not a broken city. It was a, one okay. of the wealthier cities in Chicago. They were at one time. So, they were so no, they still. I agree. They, they, at one time they were. They still are. But we've been undermined. Where but with what? Those, uh, well, obviously. Uh, the wealth that was there, it's gone out. All right, so let me ask you another question. Let me ask you. They're totally broken now. Okay, so, sir, let me ask you another question. Then what are your mitigating factors? Would you do nothing when it comes to gun control? If you were the president of the United States and you were able to put laws on the books, what would you do to end the gun carnage in this country? I'm curious. 
Well, definitely get rid of the AR-15. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's an uncalled for weapon that that, that is ridiculous to have out there. And uh, I don't know what it takes. To, yeah. to for the last twenty years yeah. to get that gun off. So can uh, we agree? So well, so can we agree then? But based on what you're saying, yes, we need to do a better job with with mentally ill. But let's make it more difficult for people, especially those that are mentally ill, and let's get uh, assault weapons off off the racks. Is that fair to say? One hundred percent, of yeah. course. You know what? One hundred percent, totally. Yeah. And, forget and I agree. And I'm sure we all agree right here that the mafia NRA should have been uh, disbanded years ago mm-hmm. for their undermining ways and for proliferation of uh, the wrong kind of guns out there. Yeah. Well, listen, and we you know we what, agree a lot. Go ahead. One, I appreciate thing, the call, by the way. Thank one, you. One thing that we could do here as well is that not just on the presidential level, we can work on our local level of yeah. government to make sure that we can't control the world, but we can definitely control what takes place yeah. in this state. And we do that by making sure we elect the right people listen, that stand for the thing, the values that we stand for. Yeah, here. listen, uh, I think... Uh, we agree with Ricky more than we disagree. Absolutely. Maybe maybe uh, how this is happening, maybe we uh, disagree a little bit. I mean, he's right. There's a lot of, we don't do enough to help the mentally ill in this country. I don't disagree with that. But we agree on the most important fundamental things, uh, which is assault weapons. They're a huge issue mm-hmm. in this country. Now, maybe he doesn't think the amount of weapons we have is an issue, but it's kind of a little bit of a contradiction because... Yeah, we have a lot of weapons in this country, but a lot of those weapons are assault weapons. And he's but saying, yeah. let's ban them. So. But let me just say this, Brian. You know, here, it, and, and this is really irritating me these days, is that mental illness has been around forever, as long as we've been around. And now we're making mental illness our scapegoat for everything. Yeah. Yes, mental illness is a problem. Mental illness has always been a problem but it's not the problem for why we are facing the things that we are facing today so let's stop making that our excuse Mm -hmm. everybody's working on the mental illness issue finally and they're overdue with it but that can't be our scapegoat now mental illness mental illness mental illness. yeah i agree i agree it can't uh she's roxanne mccoy president of the local las vegas naacp and uh, we'll take a few more calls when we come back. Number to call is 702-221-7283. And again, that number if you want to be a part of the program. Why is it that so many of these mass shooters seem to be young, millennial, white males? Uh, many of them arrested unscathed, by the way. Uh, not one bullet fired at this Highland Park shooter. But yet we have Jalen Walker in Akron, Ohio, unarmed, shot 60 times. 90 rounds shot at him. Why is that? like to know the answer to that one. I think I do. I think Roxanne does. 702-221-7283. Roxanne, I'd have to stick around for one more segment. We'll take your calls when we come back. Again, 221-7283. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Wednesday. Coming up here in a few minutes, uh, the very funny and talented comic Delilah 
will be joining us in studio. I'll have some fun with her. We are just talking a little off the air about my new testosterone therapy that I was giving from Sahara West Urgent and Primary Care located at 6125 West Sahara Avenue. You know, most urgent care facilities, you got to wait hours to get in there. I was in and out of there in 20 minutes. It's awesome. Uh, you don't have to make an appointment. They, you could just walk right in, but the number to call is 702-248-0554. They take most insurances, and the best part about it is if you don't even have insurance, $95 self-pay. I mean, come on. You can't get a better deal than that. Please give them a call, 702-248-0554, or just stop in. Again, they're located uh, on 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Check out their website, saharawesturgentcare.com. Roxanne McCoy is the president of the local NAACP. It's funny. When she came on uh, a show I did on another station here in town that I'm so happy I'm no longer a part of anymore. People would call in and call her the NCAA president. No, that's basketball related. It's the NAACP. Nothing to do with basketball. I take NCAA as well, though. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. So we're talking, of course, uh, about the Highland Park shooter and the differences in the way people are arrested based on the color of their skin. But I do want to ask you, because this is something we haven't discussed a lot about, and that's the issue of abortion. Uh, this is something that took place, uh, Roe versus Wade being overturned several weeks ago. Uh, women of all shapes, sizes, and colors are all very concerned and scared. Some are, mm-hmm. are not, but, but a lot are. Uh, what have you heard from people in this community? Obviously, uh, we had Governor Sislak on last week, and mm-hmm. he just signed a new bill, uh, an executive order. But uh, there's still a lot of women in, uh, across the country that are very concerned. Well, luckily here in this state that we have um, some logic still playing out so that the women that live here are protected. And so Mm -hmm. I think that that is a great thing. But I go back to this overall thing of overturning um, Roe versus Wade is just a travesty, in my opinion. Um, I think about old white men. Here we go back to them again making decisions on a woman's body and 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 i and i think back brian to when we had this conversation talking about COVID. Mm -hmm. remember how big COVID was my body my choice yes how much they fought not to have to get the vaccine because it was their body and it's really really strange to me how that does not transfer into whether i have an abortion or not what happened yeah. to being my body my choice the gop is now uh, my body uh, their choice uh, Ex- that, that that should be that should be the new motto of the gop or guns over people that's another uh, exactly. motto that i use it, it is it is interesting that most middle-aged uh, men white men that are republicans think that they can make the decisions on a woman's body uh, in their state uh, it's 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 unbelievable to me. Listen, what I say all the time is, you do what you want to do with your religion. To me, this is you know, it's a belief system, right? Uh, I don't even know that it's a belief system. Some I think people it's believe a, it's life at conception, but it's but, you know what? At the end of the day, it's going it's it's boiling down to power. They want the power, and they feel like the white race is is diminishing, in which it is. Yeah. And unfortunately, no matter what they try to do, it's going to continue to diminish. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to protect the quote unquote white race by using abortion as an excuse. So you think it's more of a, a racial thing? It's not thing. about religion. At the end of the day, yeah. my religion, when when I die, God ain't coming to my church and saying, yeah. what did you guys tell her and what did you have her do? He's going to tell me, yeah. I gave you my word. That's and interesting. And you are to be accountable for what 
I have said to you, not for what another man has said to you. You might be right on that. I've never really thought of it as a race issue as much as just the alt-right religious nut jobs that want to tell everybody else what to do with their no, body. No, because I can guarantee the majority of them, kids, grandkids, and girlfriends yeah. is having abortions because there's a, they're as crooked as it comes. 100%. So it's going yeah. back to control. A lot of the people that preach uh, you know, about uh, being pro-life are the same people that are against welfare and food stamps and maternity leave. Uh, so these Republicans but, can't win the argument because it seems like they care so much about the fetus, but the second the baby is born, so there you go. it's we're, over. We're worried about pro-life when you have living people here right now right. that need people to care about. But do they care about them? No. I agree. They could care less about them. Agree 100%. 702-221-7283. Again, that number, 221-7283. If you have a question or comment, let's go to John. John, thanks for calling in. What's up, man? Hey, John. Hey, guys. Hey, Roxy. Hey, you know, well, yeah. Uh, I'm just so depressed about our country, the state of our country, and it's not going to end well. I mean, it's not, because you have idiots like Bill O'Reilly, uh, you know, going off about uh, what happened in, in, in Chicago. They're like little children. It's, the, the facts don't matter. They're just going to lie and spout off uh, hate and fear. And, you know, what really hit home for me was uh, I moved here from Boston, you know, the other, and, and Boston is an extremely well-educated uh, community, mm-hmm. tremendous educational system in Massachusetts, especially in Boston. And you have these patriot nut jobs or whatever they were called, and they're always cowards. They're always marching with, with, uh, with masks over their face. Uh, yeah. th- this white supremacy thing is real. That's what Trump embodies. And he is never going to take a step backwards. He's never going to admit he's wrong. He doesn't care about the facts. I, I don't know, Roxy. I, I, I love what you do. I, pre- I You are an optimistic person. I appreciate your willingness to, to stay in the, in the, in the fight and, and, and fight the good fight. But, boy, we need to start thinking of steps ahead. You know, we're always getting, uh, you know, the Republicans have backed the corners, the Democrats into a corner. It, it, we're so far in the corner, it's disgusting. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are weak and feckless, and they need to be gone. To, you know, this whole thing with uh, Roe v. Wade, this, was, this has been planned and strategized yes. for decades. Yep. Um, so we need to start thinking out into the future, like, how are we going to erase this hate and this fear from all these, these idiots that are drunk on uh, Fox News or OAN or whatever mm-hmm. radical right nut job uh, media there is. How, how are we going to attack this? But you know what, John? We they're playing chess and we're playing checkers. Yeah. So we're playing fiddlywinks, man. We're not even playing. Nancy Pelosi deserves the blame, and Chuck Schumer they deserve blame. Well, I think it's enough blame to go around for everybody, and even we as a society and a community have to look at our responsibilities in this. Because sometimes we look further ahead and we want to blame everybody else for things that we could do right here at home. We need to make sure right here at home that we get the right people in office representing us, because this is where it starts. So many people look at what's taking place nationally, and nationally does have its place, but it's locally that affects affect us where we live at every single day. And we had some we had some primary elections that came out where 
the voting was just piss poor in terms of attendance. Yeah. What do we do to rally the people that are right here locally to get up off their butts, stop complaining, and do something different if we want something different? Well, I'll tell you what Republicans are doing to rally up people. Spreading lies. Spreading lies about the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. Spreading lies about covid that's what their message is. Lies. Trump on the uh, Donald Trump is going to be here in Las Vegas on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the two people who uh, he's here for, Joe Lombardo, yes. who I've never been a fan of. I yes. know I know you've worked with him. Mm-hmm. I get that. And Adam Laxalt, mm-hmm. who is a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Adam Laxalt is a piece of human scum who lies to get votes. He is not for the people. I don't know how his wife looks at him every day I, or sleeps in the same bed as him or unless, you know, you know, you yeah, probably but, just like him. Yeah, so. I, I, probably. I mean, I don't understand it. Uh, yeah, but you, you know. know what, Brian? But these are the conversations that we have to have more of, mm. because if these are the people that we that are seeking us to put them in office, we have nobody to blame. You can't blame Chuck Schumer. You can't blame Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Blame yourself if you do not show up to make sure yeah. That type of mindset is not what's running this state. I'm sure they'll have plenty of people showing up to see the orange turd Donald Trump in Las Vegas on Friday. I can tell you right now, it won't be me. That's for sure. Won't be me either. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather bang my head against the wall than see that idiot speak or do anything, quite frankly. But uh, anyway, uh, you're right. I I don't know. We've got more people have to come out and more people have to support reasonable candidates, right or left. Absolutely. Reasonable candidates that do not spread lies, that do not want to take a woman's right away, that want to do something about these shootings, want to do something about systemic racism, want to help the poor. Uh, I don't know what the Republican Party stands for this day. They want to talk about God all the time. God, God, God. And they're the most godly people, godless people around. You're right. So we have to, like, look at their actions and not what they're saying, but what they're doing. And what they're doing speaks Mm -hmm. volumes. Couldn't agree with you more, Roxanne. It's always a pleasure before we go, uh, and I appreciate you so much for being here as always. Can you talk a little bit about your organization, the NAACP, and how people can get involved in the community here? The NAACP is the National Association for Advancement of Colored People, and colored people does not just mean black people. It means all people. We all have color in our pigmentation. I'm very white, yes. And, uh, I have a and, white color. And that color. means you, too. So you are, you are one of my members, Brian, and I appreciate you for making sure that there is a voice and a platform that's out of here course. for people to hear. They can join us by doing, going to naaclv.org, and, you know, be a part of the problem. We have so many things. We have huge elections that's going to take place here in November that's going to shape our state. And it's going to be either good or it's going to be a travesty. Mm -hmm. And which way that goes is going to depend on how we show up. So I will be out there talking about the candidates and making sure that we have the candidates on blast. I don't care if you are D or R, if you're red or blue or independent. I want you to be for all people, and I want you to do what's right for this state, whether it's women, whether it's our LGBTQ community, whether it's our black and brown community, regardless, our BIPOC community. We have to all band together to make sure we are electing the people that are going to be representing us. So join us in this fight. Amen. Roxanne, thank you for what you do with the NAACP. It's all voluntary. If anybody was wondering, you do a lot of wonderful things for so many people. Thank you for being here and uh, being a great friend. It's always great to see you. I know how busy you are, Roxanne, so thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Brian. Anytime. Always great to see you. All right. uh, We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, the very funny 
stand-up comic here uh, in, uh, coming in studio, Delilah. Without Chris Wynn today, believe it or not. Uh, I don't know. We all might be happy about that, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, Delilah's going to be joining us in studio next. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super. Hero, that is. Because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Mosfel. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you, his relationships with the prosecutors and judges, and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. A great time! Your entertainment destination, the South Point, invites you to experience the ultimate great time under one roof. Bowling, dancing, a live show, a movie, delicious dining, and one of South Point's 11 restaurants. So much to see. So much to do. You won't know where to start first. This week, make it a South Point week and discover for yourself why the South Point is your entertainment destination for a great time. Hey, everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub? When you can be a hero. Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Wednesday. So glad you could join us. 
I want to tell you guys about one of my favorite bars in town, Jackson's Bar and Grill, located at Flamingo and Jones. You mentioned my name. You walk in there. You sign up for a player's card. You get $10 free slot play. Great food, great atmosphere, great people, great gaming bar. I got nothing bad to say about this place. I love it. It's one of my favorite spots in town. Please check them out. Jackson's Bar and Grill, located at Flamingo and Jones. I promise you won't be disappointed. I'm also never disappointed when this lovely lady joins me in the studio. A uh, local comedian here in town. Very funny and uh, always a lot of fun mixing it up with her when it comes to really just about any topic. Delilah joining us in studio. Delilah, how's it going? Thanks for being here. Uh- Thank you for having Always me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. By the way, we have a, such a wide variety of guests. I'm very lucky today. Two beautiful black women back to back. I'm a very, very lucky man. Uh, and then tomorrow, we have a Republican who's running for district attorney. Uh, he's going to be joining us in studio. Uh, who do I have Friday? Like I, I, I'm telling you, man, I forget the guests I have. Mendenhall. Uh, Sherelle Mendenhall is going to be joining us on Friday, who ran for office here, who is very much or at least she calls herself pro-life, anti-abortion. She's going to be joining us in studio on Friday. Uh, so, yes, a wide variety of guests. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be meeting Vince Vaughn tonight. Oh, your spank Delilah. bank what is th- going to be so full. My spank so bank? Is that what tonight. you just called it? Uh, listen, uh, <laughs> this is I will say this, Delilah. Uh, my spank bank uh, and Vince Vaughn do not go together in the same <laughs> sentence. I will say that. Listen, all due respect to Vince Vaughn. He's a Duff nice guy. protests too much. Women like Duff Vince Vaughn, don't they? They find him very attractive, He's right? Funny. Vince Vaughn. What was I, the movie he did in Las Vegas? Uh, what was that movie called? Uh, the, uh, the, 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 bachelor party? Uh, God, you guys are it? no help. No, it's... Look where, it up. where they murdered the, the, the lady, right? You idiots. Or there was an accident and no. somebody, a no. lady of the night got killed? No, that's I don't know what movie you're thinking that of. That was him. He was in that. Yeah, but I'm talking about I remember. John I was like Favreau. and super turned on. John Swingers, baby. Swingers, thank you. John, how, do you how do you guys not, how do I not know that? John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. It's a classic movie, and a good portion of it is filmed in Vegas, the old Riviera. There's I'm, I'm going to be in your trunk tonight, and I'm going wow. to be climbing on top of that tall bed. In basket. the trunk? I don't know if you um, want to... I don't I'm going to be climbing that tree tonight. Uh, the reason why you wouldn't be able to fit in my trunk has nothing to do with your size. It the has other a, bodies. It has everything to do with uh, I'm very messy and there's a lot of crap in my trunk. So uh, Keyword, there's, there's, there's junk in my trunk, so to speak. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, your your mic, uh, Justin, your mic is not on. You might not. There you, go. you might not come back. Um, you might get towed away. <laughs> no. The reason oh, why that's true. My car. car. That's He's true. My car, car was towed the other day. Thank you for reminding oh, me, Justin. No. Sorry, um, had to. Yes, but uh, no. Vince Vaughn. Uh, the World Series of Poker is in town. It's at uh, Paris and Bally's. It's a really. I don't approve of the location. But anyway, he's <laughs> he's hosting a uh, like a media poker tournament tonight, and, and awesome. he's he's there today all day. I'm sure they're paying him a lot of money to say. Do I get a media pass? Do I get a media pass to go with you as your date? I think Let me you, your date. Let I me think you date. have to do that. Uh, can I go all in? Yes. I just broke <laughs> up with my dude because he was terrible being joke. Annoying. Terrible, terrible joke. Did you Did you guys enjoy that video? Uh, yeah, I saw a video of your ex boyfriend. So uh, handsome. Uh, is he? He looked kind of that voice. He looked kind of average to me. I'm totally gonna be. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. Back that. on that in a minute. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sure you I'm will. Such a quitter. I'm sorry. To hear, I'm sorry to hear that. What do you? I, I, unless you're taking me out tonight to meet Vince Vaughn, I'll sell out real quick. 
Interesting. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, consider that. That's for sure. Are on. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on this week. We got the NBA Summer League, which uh, today's Wednesday, so it starts tomorrow. Uh, a lot of uh, NBA legends and, and uh, coaches, and a lot of people in town for, of course, the NBA Summer League, which starts tomorrow. That's about a week and a half, and it is a lot of fun. If you love basketball, you're going to love the NBA Summer League. And uh, you know, it seems like every week there's something big going on in this city. It's crazy. I think Shep's embarrassed of me, guys. Anytime he has respectable people here, <laughs> I don't get invited. It's weird. That's not true, Can Roxanne. Two Roxanne two was just in. I respect the hell out of her. She was just in, so that's not true. Yeah, Maybe but, not on at the same time. Yeah, but I'm talking about males. I'm talking about respectable males. Oh, I'm a single lady. Who's, wait, who's a respectable male? Because I mean, you were on with C. NBA players. That that is true. He, you were in studio with Chris Wynn. NBA players, NFL players. um, Chris Wynn couldn't be the water boy in the NBA. Vince Vaughn, (laughs) who was hilarious, who was one of my first crushes. Vince Vaughn. Do you remember? Do you know he was in the movie Rudy? Do you remember that movie Rudy back in the day? He actually played a small role in that movie. Rudy Uh, Swingers was kind of his big coming out party, so to speak. Uh, Did he kill a hooker in that? No. Why do I remember him killing a hooker? Nobody killed a hooker in Swingers. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what... I mean, that, Just that, to define it. That happens Just in movies, but it. It, but it it definitely it definitely wasn't Swingers. No. Swingers was a movie with John Favreau where John Favreau just breaks up with his girlfriend and they take a trip to Las Vegas and Vince okay. Vaughn is the pretty boy who gets all the ladies and his friend John Favreau, who's a legend also, uh, can't find any chicks and he's neurotic and, and they're depressed and they're living in LA and they can't find work and it's a really good uh legendary film an iconic film that was made many years ago and part of it was made in vegas so it's it's, it's swingers is a good movie it's it's a good movie it's a lot of fun i highly recommend it for anybody if you haven't seen it it's yes, a good movie i think i've seen it but yeah it's re- it's I really just erase it because you know the brain yeah. damage so what do you make of what's going on in the world delilah i hate to bring up like we're, we're you know some serious topics here but i feel like we kind of have to today uh, I mean, let's start with like the abortion issue, man. I mean, uh, I don't think abortion is is uh, no woman. Uh, many overwhelming majority take it lightly. It's uh, for many, it's a, it's a an emotional thing to have to go through and a difficult thing to have to go through. But what do you make of so many evangelical white people that want to tell you what to do with your body? Um, well, I think it's great because now I have another job opportunity where I'm going to give abortions out in the back of my Subaru. <laughs> no, please don't do Ladies, that. Ladies, follow me on Instagram. I got you, boo-boo. <laughs> please don't do that. Um, that. That won't be safe. I don't, I don't, I don't endorse that. Don't do that. It's safer than my Nevada doctors who say, <laughs> yeah, take a painkiller with a little whiskey if you want to have fun. I don't think you're supposed to give me that advice, doctor. Has a doctor ever told you that? Yes. He was so handsome. <laughs> And a Republican, and is probably happy about this abortion thing. Oh, boy. But there are a lot of people that are happy about it. They're celebrating. uh, It's it's hypocritical. The Bible used to say, it is better that the seed go into the belly of a whore than spill on the floor. (laughs) I learned that in Sunday school when I was a kid, and that's no longer in the Bible. Did they tell you that in Sunday school? They took it out of the Bible. Oh, wow. It's not in the Bible anymore, because then that shows men sinning. And isn't that an abortion? Anytime you wake up in the morning and whack it, is that not abortion? When do we stop? Do you know any women that have had abortions? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Most of them are white. Most, you know, I feel like, and you tell me if you disagree, that a good portion of the women who seem to support the overturning of Roe versus Wade, I think a lot of them have had abortions, and I find them to be hypocrites. Oh, absolutely. Most of my church growing up, I went to Christian schools. Yeah. Most of those white girls had abortions on a regular basis. Because black can... women can't afford that in the hood. You right. swallow. That's what you do in minority communities. <laughs> Well, but it, but it's a it's a situation where I find it to be so hypocritical that there are so many people out there that call themselves pro life, right? 
and they want to tell women what to do with their bodies. But yet, once that baby is born, they don't support any of the government programs that will help the mothers raise that child. It could be maternity leave. Which is also biblical. Right. It also in the Bible says, take care of your women and children. Right. And how are you, as a Republican, pro-Bible, but... You don't care about those programs. Well, you don't care about school programs. Do remember, it's, a, it's even it's all recently. Hypocrisy. Do you remember the baby formula shortage? Like, remember? Oh, every, yeah. So, like, this is like maybe two months ago. We Everybody were, was talking about that, right? Mm-hmm. So, what does Joe Biden do? What do the Democrats do? Well, they try to address the issue and they come up with this bill to get baby formula out there to all the women in this country and and, and to get it on the shelves, right? All the Democrats voted for this bill. The overwhelming majority of Republicans voted against it. These were the same Republicans that were blaming Joe Biden for the baby formula shortage. And then when their bill is put forth, boom, what happens? Republicans vote against it. I I find it to be so disgusting. So disgusting. I find it weak for the Democrats. Trump sat down in a chair and everything was an executive order and went through. Mm -hmm. Why can't Biden do the same? Why couldn't it be an executive order? I got an argument with my father-in-law yesterday. I was taking him to get some furniture because old man's about to hit the floor. And I didn't divorce him. I divorced his son. (laughs) I should hold it against him because he raised that piece of crap. (laughs) But I don't. I'm loving and I don't want him to break a hip because I'm not changing any more diapers. I'm done with that. (laughs) We get an argument about it. I said Trump did a bunch of executive orders over nothing. The country is worse because of Trump and his ridiculous executive orders. Yeah. The Democrats are sitting there, oh, we can't do anything. Yeah. We can't do anything because they also benefit from the the crap Republicans are putting out. Well, and you're blocking. right. They have to put their foot That's down what it comes sometimes. Down to. And, 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 and they I, never do. Baby formula is well, where you put your foot. It's babies. You could say the same thing about Barack Obama. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that he was unable to pass and they would blame Democrats. And, and to his yeah. credit, there were a lot of situations where if you can't pass it uh, in the Senate, then there's really nothing. But you're right. I mean, they're, 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 sometimes you got to put your foot down and sign executive orders and get things done for the, for the sake of the, the country. The thing with Obama is he followed rules. Right. He was super particular, super stickler. He followed, I remember he got yeah. rid of... Um, um, who's a little Chicago mayor who was <laughs> bulldogging people in uh You're not in talking the about Rob showers. Emanuel, are you? Rob Emanuel. He, yeah. was getting, he was getting stuff done. He was punking people left and right. Yeah. All the Republicans got to crying. He's so mean. He's so mean. And Barack fired him. Yeah. If you can't be the bulldog, the pit bull, you have one on your team. Yeah. As soon as he got rid of Rom, nothing happened at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... that's Democrats it. love staying in this weakness. You're and, right. And they blame the Republicans. Republicans yeah. don't have a bigger stick. They just know how to use it. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, there a lot of people make the case. We had caller John who called in about 20 minutes ago, and he kind of made that same point, that a lot of the Democrats are weak and feckless, I think, are the words that he used. And, and I tend to agree. I mean, I think, you, you know, you, you have to put your foot down, and sometimes you have to play dirty if it's in the sake of the good sake of the country of, of getting things done. What do you make about, like, these... these mass shootings that we seem to talk about, like, every week? I mean, the Highland Park shooter, I don't know if you've seen pictures of him. Uh, he looked like a complete... Uh, weirdo and, and somebody that would do something like that. I guess I'm profiling him, but uh, here's somebody who was probably didn't have a lot of friends, uh, you know, uh, dreamed about killing innocent people, uh, called himself a rapper. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I, where are the parents and all this? That's what I want to know. Like, when you see what this kid looked like and some of the stuff that he was into, if you're if you're one of his parents, mother or father, don't you get this kid some help? Like, how do you just allow him to be who he is? That's the part that confuses they didn't, me. They didn't know him because they're busy working. Parents work nonstop now and never get to know their kids. And they don't. They probably didn't know he was a weirdo. Yeah. Like, the ones who knew that their son was a weirdo was the ones who bought him those guns, the last shooter. Right. Who went to school. They yeah. bought him the guns. He wrote notes about it. His mom even wrote a note back to him saying, don't do it. Right. Those knew. 
But I don't know if you could blame every single parent, especially if there's they're hardworking parents who have to pay the bills and live. We can't blame everyone for crazy. Why is it that in in the overwhelming majority of these mass shootings, it's usually the same type of person. It's usually a young millennial white male. Like we'll never hear about because there's female. never consequences. But we'll never hear of a female though. Like forget about the color of your skin for a moment. Um, We'll never hear of a woman or a female going into a school shooting a bunch of people. When was the last time we heard of a female on a roof shooting a bunch of people on a 4th of July parade? Why is it always men? That's my first question. And why is it so many times overwhelmingly white males that are doing this? Feckless. That's why. Women will get... If we have a beef, we want to get up close and personal. We're not going to go shoot a whole bunch of people because I can stand far away and... Now, women go up close and personal. Anytime you see like women serial killers, they go up close. They poison you. They watch you. You want the blood on you. You want to feel the last breath leave their body. But why is it that a woman, and I'm glad this is the case. I don't want any of this stuff to happen. But why is it we never hear of a woman committing a mass shooting, for example? Why is it always men? I figure I, I, we don't want to break our nails with those guns. <laughs> That's what I figure. But it's always usually the same type of person, right? Usually. And I'm not saying all yeah. that. Usually. You're, it's usually, I mean, I know that the guy who did the October 1 shooting was an older white male. I understand that. But usually, not all the time, it's a young the white Vegas male. The Vegas one was old. old uh, right. That's white. what I'm saying. But like, I'm thinking no, there's, they don't get, there's no But Uvalde, right? 18-year-old. I, I think of the, the shooting in Buffalo. Another white male, 18-year-old. The shooting in Highland Park. A 21-year-old white male. Why is it that it's always? it, it seems like the same demo and, and around the same age? Not always. Like I said, Paddock was we're not, uh, in, we're a man not in having, his 60s. We're not having enough abortions. <laughs> yeah, I, well, an extreme late-term abortion, at least by 15 years old, if they ain't about nothing. <laughs> Well, I volunteer. I'm sure that the victims' families would not disagree with you on Mm -hmm. that, but uh, I think you're right about the parents, right? Isn't it? In this day and age, it seems like parents they're they're not parenting anymore. No, there's no time. And by the way, uh, our school system, as you know, here in Clark County, is terrible. But I'm also going to not put all the responsibility on the Clark County school district. I don't put a lot of responsibility on parenting. A lot of bad parents in this city. There's bad parents everywhere. But there's a lot of bad parents in the city. They don't care about their kids' education. They're all into themselves, and and they're just bad parents. I don't know how you can police something like that, but I just I see it every day. I mean, I see it every day. I see, I see the way parents are on the strip. The tourists are on the strip. It's like, first of all, why would you bring your young kid to Vegas? Number once, one. But. Once DeVos got into office, Betsy, the schools were yeah. devastated. Yeah, she was. Devastated. She was horrible. She was. Nevada horrible. was growing fresh fruits and vegetables. The kids were losing weight. Mm-hmm. They were learning how to farm. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And now my kid is an ROTC. I believe it's Space Force, and they just stand outside looking up in the air. There, I see one. <laughs> nope, it's a stratosphere again. Why do you think the Clark County School District is one of the worst uh, in the country? Because we need strippers. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need strippers. Why is it that it's usually the semi-attractive woman teacher that uh, sexually abuses or sexually does something inappropriately with one of her students? Um, because sometimes it's a man, but but I, we hear these stories of these fairly attractive women that are teachers that are doing things with like 15 16 year old boys which is terrible but you know you could make a joke and say well geez i wasn't that lucky when i was in high school but the reality of the situation is it's a not a not a a good thing it's illegal there's a reason for that and the reason is um if you can't find a good man raise one 
That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, but like, but like a lot of these. Uh, I, I, I don't always blame it on the teachers in all seriousness with the, with the school district here. Uh, there are some bad teachers out there, but also a lot of these teachers are not making a lot of money either. I mean, the the, the money that they pay some of these teachers is really, really bad. That's is, not, is it, it's more than 40000 a year, right? Uh, not every teacher is making more than 40000 a year. Some are. Some yeah. are. But uh, again... They got summers off. It's every not, summer, they'll it's, be out. It's not the worst job in the world, but I think teachers should be making more money than some other jobs out there. Absolutely. Uh, but but uh, I think we need to do a better job of taking care of our teachers as well. But yeah, the the, the school district here, it's, it, it's not very good. What did you do, by the way, over the weekend on the 4th of July? Did you do anything fun? Um, ugh, No, I got attacked by another wannabe comedian. Wow, that seems to happen a lot with you, Delilah. That's not good. That's a reoccurring theme here. It really is. And I keep asking the universe, what am I doing wrong? And I think it's not choking these heifers out. I think <laughs> I need to start choking them out. <laughs> what is it with these comedians that think they can just uh, do whatever they want to you? That's not... Well, they're not funny, so no. I intimidate. I you think they're I trying people. to be funny? That's no, no, they're just talentless. And they get frustrated because they see I walk into a room, I get attention. Like the, the lady yesterday. It's frick- It's summer. Why are you wearing a pleather skirt? It smells like marshland in South Carolina <laughs> right now, boo. Why does this? it smell like gators? What comedy Why club is this Why are you wearing uh, pleather? Gators. In Ooh. the summer? That's disgusting. Exactly. What com- comedy club did that happen? Um, I was at um, a place that I will be on. I'm going to be at Artifice on the 12th. What is it called? Tuesday, Artifice. Um, Where's that? It's a. It's in downtown, like Main Street. Oh, that's a cool spot. Or, or so the way. art district. Art district. Area. That's so, where yeah. Pauly, That's where Pauly Shores Club is. That yeah. I go there. Uh, what's that's that? that's the first place yeah. I got attacked. Oh, that's if, not um, good. That's not good. But yeah, if you guys want to go to the art district and see some drama and see me on stage, I might be on stage. I tend when to make these comedians angry. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday Next night? Tuesday the twelfth. What time? Eight p.m. Oh, okay. I might have might have to check that out. I like the art district, by the way. It's here's fun. what I like when it's I go to fun. when I go see comedy there uh, at one of those places like Wise Guys. I like the fact that you have Vegas locals that are in the crowd, and it's not really a touristy place, but it's more for locals oh, kind of to hang out. I kind of I kind of like that vibe. Because locals some, are crazy, and you can play with them. It's fun, and there's and there's uh, you know there's some cool stuff uh, down there. Great restaurants, great bars, good hangouts, good people, and it's fun. I like it. A good uh, eccentric group of people, which is the way I like it, and and it's cool. Or you go down to the strip; it's all tourists, and it's all you know, it's all different. Plus, you get to watch me curse out boring people. It was funny. Oh, though. I like that. The I week like before, <laughs> I think I told you about this. The week before, I was out with a guy, and we were just homies. And she messages him, "What are you doing with that crazy bee?" Mind you, this lady has no personality. She doesn't fight with anyone. She's very invisible. So no one really has beef with her. She doesn't speak. Like, one bit I saw her do was she dressed as Selena and went on stage and was boring. Mm -hmm. She has no identity. So that's why this week was a pleather skirt. Last week was this weird 1970s gym outfit. And we're at karaoke, and she's, like, grinding to somebody singing karaoke. It was really pathetic. Who do you think is the most overrated comedian right now? Ooh. Like somebody that you say, I don't understand how that person became famous. They're not funny. They're not talented. I'm talking like a big name. Somebody that you think sucks. I'm curious. Um. Oh, I forget his name. That's how maybe much because he sucks. He sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why. He used to he used to do the college tours. Who was Dane. the guy? Who was Dane? What's his name? Oh yeah, I was just thinking of him. Uh, Dane, Dane Cook. Dane Cook. Yeah, and Joe just, Rogan. Joe I, Rogan. I hate Joe Rogan. Just. 
Dana, Dana Cook, I was just thinking about him. He was in that movie Waiting that I just saw the other day. I agree with you. I never found Dana Cook uh, was funny weird. at all. Uh, Joe Rogan's comedy, I think, is terrible. I don't, is I think it it's comedy? Funny. I liked when he used to make white yeah. people eat gross stuff. <laughs> Loved it. I, I, listen, the reason why Joe Rogan is popular, in my opinion, you know, he, he became famous for the UFC stuff, mm-hmm. and then he did some reality TV shows that were unwatchable. Uh, what he does on his show is he's controversial. He has controversial guests. He is very good at interviewing people. He's good at that. Uh, you know, he's very opinionated, well-spoken. He took a, play, a playbook from the Howard Stern Show. Uh, he does those types of interviews, and that's why he became very popular. But the difference between, I mean, listen, I don't want to put him in the same sentence as Howard Stern, but Joe Rogan takes the more middle right, the right approach. He takes the right approach, and and uh, I think uh, with conservative radio, and he is on the right, uh, there are not a lot of younger or more energetic hosts out there, and he's one of them. So I think uh, that's why his and, – and like I said, he's very opinionated. He's very good at conducting interviews, with, long interviews with people. He gets great guests. And I think you add all those things together, it's an, it's an, it equals success. But I, I'm just not a Joe Rogan fan. There's a lot of successful people out there, some who I think deserve it and some who I think don't. You know, I hated Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Oh God, that was it was I great watching him sweat that, on camera, though. The world is a better place without Rush Limbaugh. Did he die? Yeah, he died of cancer. Uh-huh. He was he was a cancer to society. Well, but uh, very apropos then. But I, but I also say he was, even though I have to admit it. Huge audience. He is one of the pioneers of radio. I think of two people when it comes to pioneers. Now, two different people, but <laughs> Rush Limbaugh and Howard Stern. You know, Howard Stern started the shock jock radio talk radio and rush limbaugh started the conservative talk radio is howard stern still doing stuff on radio? yeah he's on yeah. sirius satellite radio isn't yeah. he like completely terrified of he COVID said and doesn't he leave said he was basement? running he said he was planning on running for president with bradley cooper as his vice president he just made that announcement last week he doesn't leave his basement how's he gonna do that he's a very germaphobic uh mentally ill guy but he's also a guy who so he my, fits right in the white house he fits yeah, right yeah. i'll tell you what i'd vote I'll for vote howard for him. i'll vote for howard stern in a second but uh yeah. compared to some of these uh jamokes that are uh that are running Jeez. but uh plus bradley cooper's pretty hot is there a uh, he's a good looking guy is 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 there any celebrity that you would say to yourself and, and seriously not just because somebody's good looking but like is oh. there is there a celebrity that you say to yourself i wish that person he or she would run for office run for president because they would have my vote like is there is there somebody that you could think oprah she would win yeah, she'd give everybody yeah. minivans. Check under your seat. <laughs> Woo! No, she's a very intelligent woman and a very successful business person. And but I, if I, she wants to keep her money in her life, she won't. Yeah, she's not going to run. There's, I, there's no way. I agree with you. If she, if she ran on the Democratic side, she would beat anybody. There's 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 no question about that. But uh, I don't. How about Michelle Obama? I know she's not necessarily a celebrity. She's the former first lady. But I think Michelle Obama would be a great candidate for president. People pretend that they would vote for Michelle Obama. If I would. She ran. I would. I'm not they, pretending. I would. They wouldn't. I would. No, no one would want that on. The, see her on the ticket. No one would. Why? Support Why do you her. say that? Why? I think she's a very intelligent woman. She's very educated. She's well spoken. I do That's believe. That's why. I do believe she That's cares. Why. I think she cares about people. She I does. really do. She cares about the black community. She, she cares about kids. Yeah, I think she'd be a great president. But nobody wants to see an educated sister in a position of power. I don't want to say That's nobody. I wouldn't to. say nobody. I would say racists and a lot of Republicans would want to see I would say the majority. Because uh, these people... I think Democrats would vote for her. I really do. No. Why? They voted, know... for, they voted for Barack Obama. Yeah, but he was half. It matters. You, I, you don't see it because it doesn't affect you. 
but it matters. I I watch terrible people hit the stage on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Audience members would ask for me by name to these guys, right. and they won't put me up. Hmm. They'll put failing light skin homegirl. They'll put why else? What else? And that's, I'm funny. Your audience is asking and that's for unfortunate. me. Now you don't have an audience. And that's unfortunate in the entertainment business. And I hear you, but I am telling you that here's where I disagree with you. If Michelle Obama is the front runner running for president as a Democrat, I can tell you right now, every Democrat would vote for her over a Ron DeSantis. I'm telling you, Democrats would not vote for Ron DeSantis over Michelle Obama unless they're a blatant racist. And and, and I don't. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't even say racist. Like, it's not a racist thing. It's that's just the culture we're in. We're in a culture of hierarchy, and black women are the lowest ones on the totem pole. That's when it just comes a to a lot of when it, when comes, it comes to life. a lot of social issues, I agree with you. But if we're talking about running for president of the United States, I have to say I disagree. I think if Michelle Obama ran, I do believe she would get enough votes to become the next president of the United States. We, I really o- do. we only matter during election time. Well, when it comes to policy, I think there are a lot of Democrats on the left that do care about black women. Now, I agree with you. There are a lot of things in society. For example, black women, when you look at the totem pole of the average amount of money that they make compared to a white woman, it is astronomically different. I agree with you when it comes to poverty. Uh, There are a lot of issues facing the black communities, particularly when it comes to black women. When it comes to health and safety every single day, someone, like, I see it every day. Someone puts their hands on me. Right. And my homie was like. I haven't. Just, oh, for the, well, just for the record. For the record, he hasn't. That's because you're funny. <laughs> not saying, I'm not saying I'm I haven't ta- wanted to. I'm, I'm just saying about I haven't. Unfunny losers. Unfunny losers go out of their way. But would you, and would you to put me in my place? Would you and that's let what me, it is, essentially. Would you let me grab you if, if I if you would you give me consent? Um, no. Okay. Will you give that, me fifty bucks? That's unfortunate. <laughs> I think I have like tw- I have like twenty in my, See, in my mm-hmm. wallet. Can't afford it. You can would grab you, a you can grab my foot for that. I don't unless you're a foot freak. I don't have a foot fetish. I met somebody, by the way. Uh, should I say who? No, I don't. Yes. I won't because they're a radio host. Uh, but um, he's a very good friend of mine. He's a great guy. And uh, I learned that he has an enormous foot fetish. And I remember the movie Boomerang. Oh, right, I'm going to need his name for later. I remember the movie Boomerang with Eddie Murphy, right? And, and he's sleeping with these beautiful women. And he looks at their feet. And if they don't have perfect feet, he's not interested. I say to myself... The last thing I am looking at, when I, if I am lucky enough, and it's rare, but if I am lucky enough to be in bed with a beautiful woman occasionally, the last thing that I am looking at, in fact, I don't even think I ever look at them to begin with, is a woman's feet. I don't care what their feet look like. I care about what other things look like. I don't care about – I don't understand that. Why do people have a fetish? I don't find feet attractive at all. Oh, that was, it was, I met someone with into that – that's weird to me. That's that. strange. That was my last. My last insecurity was my feet. Yeah. So when this fool was like into my feet, I'm like, oh, I'm but gonna Delilah, marry this one. But Delilah, I I'm not into some things that some people are, and I say to myself, I can understand why you're into that. Yeah. It's not necessarily my thing, but I understand why you would like that. I get yeah. it. Feet are something that I do not understand. What is attractive about looking at a foot? I don't understand that. I'm attracted to black latex gloves. If I see a black latex glove, I like women wearing latex. Just, I think yeah. it's very sexy. There's nothing about yeah. a, a box of latex gloves gets the butter okay. churning. Well, I don't know why. That's a little strange. Sometimes but... people have <laughs> they're inanimate objects that I get it. But going. like, okay, when a woman is wearing like a latex tight pants or something, I think that's so sexy. Yeah, I you love see the outline. It's beautiful. I love that. You, Sometimes even more sexy than maybe if the woman is naked. You, I, like, you I, think you, know you would have I mean? been into Swamp Thing last night? <laughs> I, I don't know about that. 
102 degrees. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would. I don't know if that's sexy. But like, I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't understand the foot thing. I just, I never understood that. I don't get it. So and this, there's no inanimate object this that you're friend, attracted to. I said to my friend, I said, yeah. you're telling me if I don't know, uh, I'm trying to uh, Holly Berry or Jessica Alba, right? Two unbelievably beautiful women, right? You're telling me you wouldn't have relations with either of them if you saw that they had some. I don't know what you would consider ugly an feet. extra toe. And he, and he said yes. And I said you're absolutely crazy. That's awesome. It gives ugly girls a chance. Ugly girls tend to have pretty feet. Well, he's he, 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 I don't know what his definition of a quote unquote uh, to each their own. Everybody finds uh, someone different, ugly, not attractive, pretty. I don't know. But again, I just don't understand the foot thing. There's nothing. There's like no inanimate object that kind of and you go to the wakes you up the porn awards, the AVN Expo, which I think is coming up in January, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I want to go and and cool. like they have booths and stuff for men and women because uh-huh. women have foot fetishes too. Foot fetishes too, right? Do women have foot fetishes? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't met I've a woman met that does. Like because if I ever met a woman that fetishes. did, I would absolutely have no chance. You don't want to look at my feet at all. There's athletes' feet going on there, and I know ladies terrible. have butt fetishes on men. I was like, that was well, weird. Well, that's different. I don't think that's weird. Men and women both like a cute butt. What's wrong with that? I I, that's that. not to me. Was, that's not abnormal at all. Took, it just it just seemed a little far for me. But and I I was like, okay, to each his own. One of well, each his own. I, I, that to me that I can understand that. That seems to me very normal. But there's nothing. Nothing. Whipped cream. Can I ask you this? Uh, besides a male's genitalia parts, uh, like what would you say is is a feature that women or that you look for in a man, or that most women look for in a man? It doesn't have to be you. But... For me, voice. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Dude, sent me that video. I'm back in. What would you give my voice? It would have been better let's, if you just text me. Let's make this about me now. On oh, you a, have a great voice. On a scale of one to ten, ten being the best. What would you give my voice? Mm. What would you give my voice on a scale of one to ten? <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you give for my me? Voice? Okay, for you. Okay, say something. Say something else. Say it again. Delilah, what would you give my voice? I give on you a an eight. One to ten. Okay, so that's like a what a that's B pretty plus? Good. Yeah, that's like a B plus. I like your Who- voice. <laughs> Little Trent Reznor. <laughs> Who do you think has the sexiest? You know that gets me going, buddy. Don't Who'd, do it. Who do you think has the sexiest voice in Hollywood? Um, Darth Vader. Who played Darth Vader? James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones. Really? You like James Earl Jones? I can understand yes. that. He's got a great voice. Got what about idea. Morgan Freeman? There's another guy that I think has a great set of pipes. No, it's weird to me. You don't like Morgan uh-uh. Freeman? No. I think he's one of the best. Well, you think he's a little creepy? It, no, I just, it's, it's, it sounds like daddy. Well, he's old. That's yeah. Why. No, so no, but James I mean, he's Earl always. Jo- but James has a, yeah. it's that deep. I like deep. Like, I can fall into an ocean in your mm, voice. You like a deep voice. Yeah. Okay, that, that's But then not too deep, but I don't know. It's just a weird... How about a, like a female voice that you think is sexy? Ooh. There's a lot of annoying voices out there, but what would you say is a female voice that is very sexy? Christina Hendricks and Christina Ricci. Oh, I know Christina Ricci. She's she's cute. Yeah. She's, she's very pretty. She was my very first crush. Did she, didn't she date um, Marilyn Manson? No. No. Am I thinking of somebody else? You're thinking of Rose McGowan. Oh, I'm thinking of Rose McGowan. She's okay. got that pretty mouth. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rose McGowan. Yes, I always found her very pretty as well. I have, yeah, I have the hots for Christina's. Christina Hendricks. She's the one on Good Girls. Oh, Redhead, okay. stacked. I got you. Stacked. I like I that I love word. redheads. Yes. Oh, good. I used to have a lot of red hair back in the day. Not anymore. I'm but. looking for a redhead for me and my dude. So, ladies, hit me uh, up. Well, we're broken up now, but... You're broken up now, I see. Till like, this afternoon, it's yeah. fine. So, let me tell you a story real quickly. Uh, so, a friend of mine... <laughs> a friend of mine... Um, 
he goes on these dating websites and I'm on some dating websites too but I said so so do you go on there all the time and he says he just swipes to the right on every single girl that he sees in hopes that one or two of them will like him so so I put that to test last night for the first time I did that I was pretty particular for the first night I was I think it was was it Tinder? Yes. So I'm on Tinder, and you only get a certain number of swipes. I don't know if it's like 40 or 50, whatever. I didn't look at the picture. Just I tested it out. Yeah. Swiped everyone to the right. So I had like six or seven likes last night, right? Okay. I got to tell you, man, it was rough. It was rough. I'm sure a lot of women are saying the same about me, but it was rough. I didn't, I didn't write to any of them. Do you um, ever <laughs> just get to know someone and then take them out? So you, I, you, I showed you uh, a video I of my homie, do, and you were like, no, so, what are you doing? So, Delilah, I should do more of that, uh, but I, for me personally, and I don't think I'm alone, I think a lot of men would agree with me on this, and maybe some women, I, I, I don't want to really go out with somebody if I feel like there's no physical attraction at all. I know men are more visual than women. Uh, there are some situations where I'm sure if you meet someone and you're not really physically into them from the get-go, and then you get to know them and you become that way, I get that, but I feel like I want to feel that passion right away yeah i feel like it's more fun uh it's good to know that there's a physical chemistry right off the bat and then you get to know them i i don't know i mean i feel like when i immediately get to know somebody and there's like zero attraction but what are you looking for are you looking for longevity or just bang 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 real fast no i think think, that's what it depends no i think at this point in my life um the bang bang gets old after a while i mean for most women it gets old after like one date with me but you know for me in all seriousness i'm looking for longevity but what I'm 40, if the, okay i'm 42 years old likes. i'm old man the ladies who liked you just talk to them yeah maybe the attraction will come later i only happen to date people that others call unattractive Mm. I didn't realize last oh, so night get along very well, how then. ugly my ex-boyfriend was until like, <laughs> and everybody was telling me all the time. And I was like, that is the most beautiful man I've ever seen. I don't know what you're talking about. And everybody has different, no, everybody, yeah, everybody likes different And I just things. got to know him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think in a, in a perfect world, I think people forgot to, to do that. They forget to do that. It's all about your cell phone now. And it's all about uh, texting. And, and I always try to tell people, I want to talk to you on the phone first before I meet you. First of all, I want to make sure you're not a dude. Uh, and second of all, uh, if I have nothing in common with you on the phone, it doesn't matter like what you look like. If I if the conversation's like terrible and all you're doing, for example, for five minutes is telling me how much you love Donald Trump, then I'm probably not going to want to meet you. Uh, Do something for me. Yeah. Talk to all those ladies. And while you're talking to them, have the photo of a super hot chick in front of you mm-hmm. while you're talking to them on the phone and getting to know them. That's interesting. That's and an interesting see theory. If you find someone, you guys get along, have fun, yeah. and you see if you see them differently. Hmm. Because it's beauty it's fades. Hard. I understand, but beauty it's, fades. You're right. No matter what, I agree. But it's hard for me to want to be intimate with somebody. You don't when, have to be. You intimate don't feel tomorrow. physical attraction. I'm not talking about tomorrow. No, no. But I'm saying if you get to know her, see if it changes how she looks to you. If you get attracted to her. Hmm. Because you'll eventually get attracted to someone. Hmm. That's interesting. I hung out with this super ugly dude. And <laughs> Why was I he didn't super put ugly? Out, Why was he super ugly? He just wasn't attractive. He was a Puerto Rican or? kid. Yeah, everything. So, everything. so you went out with Chris He Wynn. looked like a pregnant hmm. woman. Hmm. Chris Wynn. You went out Little with skinny hmm. legs. Chris Wynn. Dirty beard. You're describing Chris Wynn except for the dirty beard. Puerto Rican. So, ugh. <laughs> okay. He's not Chris Wynn. <laughs> Chris, but we were Chris, hanging out. Yeah. And I started to kind of have a thing for him. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't fast enough to his liking. Like, we never we never engaged in anything like that. Mm-hmm. We were getting to know each other, and he started to change. He wasn't wow, as ugly as I remembered. <laughs> 
And then I, I, it was funny because I had a dream about him. When I have a dream about you, I'm like, okay, I'm messed up now. You Have you ever had a dream about me? No. That's very unfortunate. How about Numchuck? Um, no. Chris Wynn? No. Don't lie. <laughs> no. Right, fair enough. You guys are in the homie zone. I told you about the trauma with the police. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, he's got the nerve. Did you hear what he said? I you know. like You like boring looking white guys after I showed him the video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> that's, that's true, by the way. Della, where are you? Okay, I know you're performing Tuesday. Anywhere else? Tuesday at the Artifice. Yeah. And I'm going to... Uh, I forget the other place. Okay. Yeah. You remember, remember, it, remember it for the next time. <laughs> well, Delilah, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And the, do that. Do I that will. experiment. I'm going to try it. All of them. Get on the phone as with them. As long as it's not a dude, I'll, I'll give it a try. Exactly. All right, I'll, I'll give it a try for you. All right. That would be awesome. I want, I'm going to ask will. you questions about getting to know I will. I will. I, oh, I, we're I will make game. an effort. I yes. will. I will make an effort. I'm sure a lot of women have to do that with me. So yeah, everyone I talk to is unattractive, it's, I and I don't even notice. <laughs> well, I'll make an effort. There are a lot of unattractive radio hosts in this town. Yeah, I'm not the only one, by the You're way. You're not there's, one. You're not one of them. There's others as well. You're a good-looking guy. Well, I appreciate that. It's, Thank you. Yeah. I'm on steroids now, so I'm losing weight. I'm, I'm getting a little more. Oh. I'm looking a little more healthy these days, according to... I started to, gaining weight. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on the steroids. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it, Delilah. Tomorrow on the show, we are going to have a good debate with a Republican who is running for DA Clark County. I know we're going to get into it with him. Uh, appreciate everybody for joining us, including Delilah and Roxanne McCoy, the president of the Las Vegas NAACP. <laughs> same time, same place tomorrow, folks. Thanks for joining us. Have a good day. Oh.